All right, so welcome to episode four of Saturdays on the Prairie. Uh, I'm Cortai Vincent. I'm Stuart Yamashita. And this week we'll be recapping week two and talking a little bit of week three football. So week two was an exciting one. We got lots of big games, lots of near upsets, but uh, we'll start, we start the podcast with the in-state games uh, versus South Dakota and McNeese State. So it was just touchdowns, more touchdowns, and lots more touchdowns scored by both teams. Kind of exciting. Then we'll shift our focus to previewing week three. Uh, we'll talk UCLA and Tulsa and what those games mean for Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, respectively. Then we'll take a little bit of a step back to the UCLA, or sorry, the LSU versus Texas game that happened on Saturday night. How awesome it was, how great of a game it was. And we begin Joe Burrow's Heisman uh, campaign. We start it right here. And and then we talk a little bit of Clemson, how good they are, and how it's just really not fair for a football team to be that good. And then we finish up this week's episode with another edition of Previews and Predictions. And that's all. Let's get into it. All right. Let's do it. All right, so let's get into week two, since that's where we will typically start. Um... What can we take away from this week's in-state games? We played South Dakota and McNeese State. So two very average FCS teams. They're not even average FBS teams. So what what do we make of what we saw this weekend? I'll be honest, I did not watch the OSU game. But I imagine that Spencer Sanders looked well. I've he heard okay. He didn't do well? I mean, he was good. He won Big 12 Newcomer of the Week. But he was like, he was shaky at first. We went three and out on our first try. Or, yeah, I think so. So do we. <laughs> so do we. I mean. Oh, you didn't look good at the start, but then they, yeah, they got they got. He better. picked it up. But, yeah. So what? What talk about the OU game because you were there. I couldn't watch it. It was pay-per-view. What, what, what do you... What do you have to say for your Sooners? My biggest takeaway, and it's controversial as this may be for all of you who did not watch the game, Jalen Hurts could sort of throw the ball. No, listen, I have I don't even have to watch the game to know you're lying. He your bias is showing. He threw the ball down. He had a couple passes that were about 40 yards in the air to CD. You could throw the ball left-handed against South Dakota with these receivers. They were open. I'll give you that. But that's still more than I expected him to do. And he wasn't... Maybe you, it was the game plan for this week, but they didn't scramble that much. Okay, yeah. I, I saw that he didn't run near as much, but why would you subject your quarterback to pain against South Dakota? That's true. It's not... They were definitely in the game plan. Like, Jalen, please don't get hurt. You're going to play a half of football. Like, you're going to throw the football. There will be a clean pocket. Don't do anything stupid. That's what they told him. Why would you think he would run the ball? Well, I just figured that's his tendency. But he did pass the ball. He hit the guys. It looked, for at least as a Sooner fan, you know, it gave me some hope. Because after that uh, Houston game, I was really sad about, you know, he's a good quarterback. And he, he's going to be fine. But I, I like I like to see guys pass the ball really well. And he didn't look like he'd do that. But against South Dakota, he looked really good passing the ball. Um, but even better, even better news, Tanner Mordecai and Spencer Rattler are the real deal. Spencer Rattler look, was the best quarterback on the field. Okay. He threw he threw four passes. And those four <laughs> passes were beautiful. I'm sure, I'm sure they were marvelous. But, like, 
obviously he's he's special. And your dad was getting on to me the other day for saying Rattler's special, and he's like, they say that about everybody. And I was like, no. No, Rattler is special. He is special. He is he's the real deal, but for you to say he was the best quarterback on the field for throwing four passes is he's definitely the most talented quarterback on the team. That's maybe yeah. Okay. And but to say that he I mean, if you look at their QBRs respectively, 95-6 for Jalen Hurts, 98-3 for Tanner Mordecai, and 99-8 for Spencer Rattler on a scale of one to a hundred. They all played really well, but I, I think what you did intend to say is that he was the most... Obviously, he probably... Sp- did he spin it better than Mordecai? He spun it better than Mordecai. Oh, yeah, so, like... He, and he's could, quick. He throws a good ball, yeah. He's 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 more mobile than Mordecai is. Less than Hurts, but more than Mordecai. They ran a, uh, a little uh, side run little deal, and he looked just like Kyler Murray... Okay, stop it. Stop it. So happy. Stop it. Stop it. Kyler Murray is un un just ungodly fast. Like it's ridiculous. You don't compare Spencer Rattler. No, he wasn't nearly as fast, but it looked Drew Brees just threw a touchdown pass to Taysom Hill on Monday night football. I love it. Quarterback to quarterback. Did you see the BYU game? Speaking of Taysom Hill. BYU. Did you see what happened? BYU. They, they lost won. by one point, right? No, they won. Who they beat? Tennessee. Oh yeah, it was Tennessee. They, they were beat. down. They were down like three with like twenty five seconds left or something, and they threw that deep ball and then they kicked a field goal, and it was funny because Tennessee lost to Georgia State and then Georgia State got beat by Furman and then they went and they got just they lost to BYU. So Tennessee just stinks. Tennessee is <laughs> maybe a the joke. worst power five team that's supposed to be good. Like they are. Terrible. Honestly, do we want to give Tennessee the fourth spot in the toilet bowl? They can take the fourth spot. They dominate until toilet bowl, I believe, but would they though? I feel like I feel like BYU is a little underrated. Mm. It's a bunch of white kids, but they have the power of God on their side. <laughs> um No, I don't think BYU is very good. If you played with Tennessee, Tennessee's not good. No. I mean, um, who was so it was Rutgers, Kansas, Oregon State, and Tennessee. Kansas lost to Coastal Carolina. So I don't know. I don't know what I feel like Tennessee would probably be the best team out of those four, but they stink, so let's throw them in there. Another great score that I saw was FSU. <laughs> FSU. They blocked the field goal at the end against Lafayette. That was but funny. they won by a single point. That yeah. is they're so bad. Jimbo Fisher left, and they just went to just absolute crap. All right, let's get back to uh, back to Oklahoma. The, oh, back to the games that we're supposed to focus on. You so know, this is a podcast about colleges in Oklahoma and football. So, so the running backs looked a lot better this week. Obviously, the defenses are playing are much worse. Yeah, even Houston was bad. But Houston's much worse. Houston sucks though. Um, Brooks ran well. Trey Sermon ran well. Mm-hmm. Ramondre Stevenson ran really, really well. You're basing this off six carries. Though. Six carries. If but you take away the 75 yarder, he was he had five carries for 30 yards. I he was he that was shifty. He ran with power. He was fast. He's big. I'm happy if he's our future. Marcus Major didn't look too good, but I mean, 
it's his first game. He's, he's he young. also was playing at Millwood a year ago, four A or two A school, like two A I think. I know they're like loaded. They have lots of athletes, but Millwood is still. Um, and one more, one more. Move CD on. had a great game too. CD had a really good game. They were they were getting the ball to him. That yeah. was like that was Jalen's guy. Didn't have Always as good of a game as Tylen Wallace though. So. Before we move on to OSU, one last thing. <laughs> Jaden Hazelwood, he had a great game. He is he's amazing. He's, he's the be best really of the good. three. He's the oh, best by of far, the three. by far the best of three. He's really good. Um, yeah, I. Who do you like more, Bridges or Weiss? Uh, I think Bridges looks a little bit better. A little bit better. Okay. And then we'll uh, see. They're gonna be this focal point because CD's gonna go pro after this year for sure. Yeah, and like then it's just gonna be the Hazelwood Bridges and we show. Got Tara. Hey, Drake Stoops had a catch. Drake Stoops had one catch. What they a ripped guy. his helmet off, but what a guy. Um, and then Uki, two turnovers. He got one pick, pick six, and he picked up a fumble. That was he. He had himself a night. I was happy. That a- was a good day. Asia Green had a uh, pick six in the OSU game and made Pro Football Focus National Team of the Week. That's Not good. to flex. So, um, but yeah, let's shift to uh, Stillwater. Move on from Norman. So you talked about Sanders. You said you assumed he was good. I assumed he was good. Great, great take. Um, he he was good. He was twelve of eighteen for two hundred fifty yards and three touchdowns, and he also had sixty yards on the ground, but. Or at 50 yards on the ground. Sorry. I apologize. Um, but he he came out a little flat. He was sailing some balls. They weren't super accurate. The ball was coming out of his hand well. It was spinning, but he was. it seemed like he was a little amped up. Maybe not super laser focused. Um, but we got a lot more Drew Brown this week, which was interesting. He had a very good game. 7 for 10 for 142 yards and two touchdowns. That's really good. That's, that's good. But he... You could tell that it was – I still felt that Sanders was the right choice regardless of Brown playing really well. I didn't feel like a lot of the balls Brown threw were terribly difficult throws. And neither were Spencer's, but I think Spencer has been solid and he looked really good that week against Oregon State. But it does make me feel very secure if anything were to ever happen to Spencer that, that Drew Brown will be there right there to just take the take the reins if we need him to. Um Chuba, Chuba was had eight carries for forty four yards. They didn't That's give him the, not very good. They didn't give all. him the ball hardly. It was really weird. Um, Who led the team in rushing? Spence. Spence. How he many? had fifty yards. Fifty yards. We didn't. It's not that we ran the ball bad. We had forty four rushes for one hundred sixty seven yards. It was just spread out. I mean, like everybody was touching the ball. We got a little bit of DeAndre Gloss in there. He's. Uh, He's a four-star from Texas. That was a freshman. And uh, Drew Brown got some carries. Jamal Jeter actually had a lot of carries, 11, but he only had 34 yards. Um, it, I'm a little concerned about our uh, the backup running back spot for OSU because after Chuba, it's very – I feel like DeAndre Glass is the most talented, but I don't think that Gundy wants to burn his red shirt. So he'll probably play in four games. But – um, I just don't have confidence in LD Brown. He he is just not a good tailback. I feel like every time he comes in, it's two or three yards. And I really miss JD King because he transferred to I think Georgia Southern or he was a good Georgia power State. Guy. He was yeah. He was a he was a lot better. But 
Uh, I'm sure someone will fill in that role. But let's start Tylen Wallace. Um, that man. Five catches for 180 yards and three TDs. Um, wow. And there, there was a couple balls that he just mossed the defender. But then some of them were just screen passes. And it was his stats were boosted because it was McNeese State. Because some of these passes were just screens. And then he just turns on the burners and just runs past these corners. And it's like, well, we play regular teams. He's not going to be able to do this. But he did good. Um CJ Moore had a 59-yard touchdown catch. Okay. But um, Langston Anderson got in, and L.C. Greenwood, those are two four-stars that are... Oh, wow, Deshaun Watson just threw a pick. There's your fantasy team. Oh, my. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins just piled drive. That's a, that's a flag. Wow, it's getting aggressive. Oh, there's a fight breaking out. Okay, but then okay they're on DeAndre. The same okay, DeAndre. <laughs> Sorry for this. Get your uh, money's worth. Tangent, but... Wow, that got real, like, real quick. Um, so, yes, it was the Tylen Wallace show, but the supporting cast looked good. Um, as far as the defense went, um, we had a couple picks, I think, two. Two picks, yeah. And, or, I think two picks. And uh, so, uh, AJ Greens was a pick six. It was, it was a good return. It was the first play of the game, actually, I think. Second scrimmage, it was just pick six. Um, so yeah, he played great. Um, but and like I said, he made pro football focus uh, national team of the week. So that's that's good to see. It's nice to have uh, good corners at OSU because both corners are fairly experienced. But um, how do you feel uh, about the OU defense and what it did against South Dakota? And, like, what do you make of these defensive performances? Because uh, both teams, shut, they should shut them down. But does it mean anything? Is that just what we wanted? Does, like... I mean, the OU ones, uh, they didn't... They shut out the... They shut out the... South Coyotes. What are they? I mean, the Coyotes. I mean, East State is the Cowboys, too. It was Cowboys versus the Cowboys. It's confusing. Yeah. That's it's been the trend this year. OSU versus OSU, yeah. and Cowboys versus Cowboys. Yeah, it's kind of funny. But um, yeah, we, our ones didn't give up any points. They was really good. They did give up some significant yards, but they would always. Uh, That's fine. It's it's touchdowns that matter. They would always clamp down break. and uh, get some sacks. They it's look good. they look quick. Mm-hmm. They uh, they never let them they never let them get big chunk yardage. It was all just dink and dunk plays. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's nothing to complain about. Yeah. You'd expect a little bit more depth. I mean, you should be able. Your two should be able to handle a little FCS team and a, a bad FCS team at that. Um, that was I was kind of disappointed in that, but you really can't complain. Yeah, that's how I kind of felt about OSU. It was like I think we gave up the ones, maybe gave up a touchdown, but I feel like some backups were in at that point. But it just really didn't. I mean, matter. Like, the the defense played good. If they gave up points, I would have been very disappointed. But they met the expectations, so I'm fine with it. Um, Do you want to do our preview for uh, week three, or do you want to talk LSU, Texas, Clemson, A&M, do a little more review of the week that just happened? Well, we'll do the previews, and we'll get to that. Previews were quick. Yeah, so uh, OU's got UCLA this week. They're going to Los Angeles, or I guess Pasadena. Um, What I have written for this game is, I call this section, UCLA stinks, that is all. 
owe you by a million. I think that sums up what's going to happen in this game. I, I'm not worried about <laughs> Chip Kelly. They're, are they 0-2? They might be. They they might be. I think they are. Um, here. They are. UCLA is 0-2. <laughs> Yeah. Um, they, and they lost to Cincinnati, and then... And Cincinnati got absolutely pile-drived by, by Justin it. Fields. Yes. Like, it wasn't... They didn't even score. It was 45 nothing. Right? Justin Fields is is amazing. He's good, but... Um, where is Pac-12? There it is. Um, yeah, they lost to San Diego State. Yeah. <laughs> They're not even playing. Not they're playing group of five teams and they're losing. Not they're worried. not even scoring points either. Is the thing like you would expect a Chip Kelly offense to hang a bunch of points? Maybe their defense thinks they're holding San Diego State to twenty three points. They're holding. They they didn't give up that many twenty four points to Cincinnati. That's fine. They have scored twenty eight points in two weeks. That's terrible. It's Chip Kelly. He's supposed to be an offensive mastermind. Well, maybe he lost the touch. So um. I really have nothing to say about this game. It's it's going either. to be a blowout. Um, My hopes and wishes for this week is that OU stays healthy. There it is. And we put up a lot of points. And Jalen Hurts throws the ball out. Um, we can take this moment to uh, reminisce about how amazing the Rose Bowl is um, because the game will be played in the Rose Bowl. Um, can we get a moment of silence for the Rose Bowl? Why? Because you're, just, you're still sad because... Georgia beat you guys because that was a sad day for, Poor baby. for me and Baker. Listen, the Rose Bowl is the best, just the best in general. I mean, the Texas USC national championship was played there. Yep. Uh, the, the Miami Ohio State national championship was played there. The the OU Georgia, regardless of what you think happened, that was one of the best college football games I've ever watched. Great game, great game. It's just awesome. Football is better at the Rose Bowl. They're not playing at night, are they? That's kind of sad. Day game. That stinks. The Rose Bowl is better at when the sun sets. It's just like playing the lights, like, like football like should be. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, all right. That that's our that's the- UCLA preview. Don't get hurt. Win by a million. Throw the ball. This spread is only 21 and a half. I think you already know what we'll both say in our previews and predictions. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, let's talk Tulsa. Um, I'll be at this one. Uh, you were going to come with me, but you didn't pick up your phone when I was buying the tickets, so I didn't know if you still wanted to come. I was so at the golf course. You were not at the golf course. You were at Whole Foods. Checked your location on Fine Friends. Maybe it wasn't at the golf course. You were not at the golf course. I was at Bex. You were at Bex, and then I went over to Bex, and you weren't there. And then I checked your location. You were at Whole Foods. So I didn't, uh, I did not go to Whole Foods, but whatever. You didn't. Maybe you were around. The oh. point is, pick up your phone. You're the worst person in the world at picking up your phone. Yep. We have tickets on the 50-yard line. This is good. It'll be fun. Um, I'll work that day. Anyways, so this will be the best defense OSU has faced up to this point. So it'll be a little bit more of a challenge for Spence and uh, Chuba and Tylen. But, I mean... How much of a challenge are we really talking about? It shouldn't about? be too much of a challenge, but Tulsa's defense is their strength. Um, they looked relatively good this week, but they did play San Jose State. So uh, a much worse team than Michigan State. Michigan State went full remember the Titans on TU. They literally did not give up a yard. Because it was like TU had, what, 70? They had negative 
30 rush yards or something. They had some pass yards. And then the pass yards were canceled out by their penalties. So it was it was they didn't gain a yard. So I'm not worried. I think the defense will shut him down. Um it better be a blowout is all I got to say. But if you don't blow out Tulsa, you got big problems. Yeah. Big, big problems. They should blow him out. My thing is, I think they might look ahead to Texas. Do you think that I I feel like they might do that? I feel like I feel like you're going to. I mean, you're not really worried about Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Offense has got some work to do, but it's Tulsa, man. You Texas is that's I mean, a big game. Texas you, is the big one. Mm. ABC just announced it's the primetime game next week. That's good. So it's it's the night game in Austin. It'll be under the lights and national audience. So like they, they'll get really hyped up for that. But I I don't think they'll have any problems. Um, I think it should be fine. We'll see what way what happens with uh, that game. But I think to wrap up the non-conference for uh, both of our teams. Should be relatively easy, and we'll we'll get ready for the real football games when we get into the Big Twelve, sir. So let's talk LSU Texas. Texas, the big one this week. Uh, naturally, we have to start it with Stewart. Is Texas back? Nope. <laughs> Texas isn't back. I'm sorry. If you're back, you gotta be. You gotta be LSU. Come on, you want to win some championships? I don't think you do because you can't be at LSU. <laughs> you're a poet. And you don't know it. Um, so, all my main takeaway from that game is uh, Joe Burrow's Eisman candidate. Kenvis Kenvis ball. The Joe Burrow we saw last year didn't look remotely close to the Joe Burrow we saw on Saturday night. That kid was off the charts. Coach O has got some guts to him. He, that that last Coach drive. Coach O has got some gut. You mean Burrow? Coach Orgeron. What about, what? Calling the plays. He, Sent, he calls the plays? Does he call the plays? Maybe not. Whatever. I don't think he calls they the plays. They, they threw the ball down the field in that last drive for that touchdown pass. Uh, I You don't expect that. I expected him, hey, you're going to run the you're gonna run the ball here. You're going to make him. They have Push a new offensive on. coordinator. He doesn't call okay, plays. He doesn't call plays. Whatever. <laughs> Joe. No, but they run the spread, and it's weird that LSU runs the spread. I'll give you that. Like, LSU is the – they're like the Michigan of the SEC. It's just eye formation. And it's like, ugh, this is so boring, and they're going to run out the clock. But they said, we're not going to run out the clock. We're just going to score again. If we keep scoring, you can't win. It's the Big 12 philosophy. <laughs> Scores most points. Keep scoring so they can't catch up. Exactly. If you keep scoring, then there's literally no way they can win because that's how football works. Um, so that that's interesting. But um, I think LSU really proved a lot because going into Austin is not – um, it it's not as hard as it used to be, but it's not. It's not easy. It's yeah. not easy to go in. That's a big, big non-conference. A Saturday game. night game. Yes. in Austin. This is this is everyone. Day game. Everyone in America is watching this game. The spotlight is on you. It the whole stadium is just painted burnt orange, and like Matthew McConaughey was there. Uh, they had a bunch of other alumni. It. They were ready to play. And and the thing is, Texas showed up too. They beat a good Texas team. Texas playing well is who they beat. They didn't beat a bad a Texas team playing bad. But you gotta get you gotta look at the, I know second half, they did really, really well. Mm-hmm. And they 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 played like they should have. First half, it looked almost like a blowout for a bit. But it Okay. It wasn't that bad. It It, it was, was twenty like, to, it was twenty to seven. Yeah. But like two scores, like 
okay. But um, I don't know. I, I think Texas really played well. Um, I When you, you're you like, is Texas back? Obviously, they're not back because for Texas to be back, they have to be competing for national championships. But they still looked really good. And uh, a few seconds ago, before we actually started recording, you were like, oh, you're going you're gonna to ask me if uh, Sam Ellinger is better than Derek King because Sam Ellinger stinks. And then I read you Sam Ellinger stats, and you're like, <laughs> never mind. Um, because Sam Ellinger played amazing because Sam Ellinger lives for the bright lights, like I said. He, 400 yards passing. Four touchdowns, no picks. 60 yards on the ground and a touchdown. The kid showed up. It is is evident by how hard that ball that game went down to that onside kick going off Colin Johnson's fingertips. If they get that kick, they have a timeout. They have thirty seconds and they have forty five yards to go. You're gonna tell me that Texas isn't gonna put up a fight to punch it in that end zone? That's just not true. No, they would. Like that, Texas fought to the very bitter end and they came up short. But you can't you can't say that Ellinger didn't put it all on the line and Texas didn't show up to play. I mean Duvernay. 12 receptions for 150. He was all over the field. On that fourth and one, he caught that little slant route, ran in for a touchdown. Big play, big play. Kept Texas in it. It's uh, one for one passing for eight yards. Uh, you know, it's Julian Edelman. Stud. Great work. Um, but, so, based on how LSU played, I think it's important that we ask this next question, which is, can LSU beat Bama? Like, it looks like they have a. It's possible. It looks. It's, like it's much possible. more possible than uh, the past years. Like for sure. Um, and they'll play even better than they played against Texas because you know they want to beat Bama. Yeah. Um, LSU doesn't. They have a, a tough three week stretch where they play Florida, Auburn, and Alabama, um, and Mississippi State is in there. But um, that's that's gonna be the gauntlet going through that. And Alabama's at the end of it. So if they're healthy by the time it's in Tuscaloosa too, it's not it's not in Baton Rouge, which makes it more difficult. But Burrow was it, it was clear like this kid is he's ready for the he's ready to play. Like it, it's a different Joe Burrow this year. He he's a quarterback now. He's not a game manager, and I have no problem with saying that. You took you. You gave me a little heat this week for saying that, that I would take Burrow over uh, from right now. Um, but I really think that after after Tua, I I think Burrow's right now second best quarterback in the SEC. I mean, he's still got this is this is week two. He's yeah. still got stuff to prove. Obviously, he doesn't have the history of being as good as Fromm is. No. So I'm uh, if it's right now and I have the choice between Burrow and Fromm, it's definitely I'm going with Fromm just because I know he will perform well. I know he's going to be good. He's going to be good in the NFL. Joe Burrow could be good in the NFL. We'll see. We'll see how he plays the rest of these games. Um, but that's like, but yeah, he looked really good. I can't argue with that. He he was amazing on Saturday night, and I really think I have never seen Jake Fromm play a game of that big of a game that well he looked really good in the rose bowl as a freshman he looked really good in the sec championship as a sophomore but it was never almost 500 yards passing against a top 10 team on the road like that's just he he performed when he was needed most by his team and you i to me it was just big gutsy performance and I think he's firmly in the Heisman conversation. I think, obviously, you've got Trevor Tua, and then 
uh, you've got Burrow and you've got Jalen right now, and then there'll be some running backs in there or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think we've already addressed this, but did Texas play that bad or was LSU that good? I think it was pretty even. A little combination of both. Texas's defense played very subpar for points, very good at other points, but um, and LSU just really they just out executed them to a uh, point. So. Um, I think it was a little bit of both. Uh, you'd agree, right? Yeah, they they both played pretty well. So uh, the other big game this weekend, speaking of running backs that could enter into the Heisman conversation, was uh, Clemson uh, against A&M. And it was not as good of a game as LSU-Texas was. Um, what I took away from it and what I titled this segment is Clemson is too good. Uh, they are amazing. Uh, Etienne and Lawrence looked superhuman, like not superhuman as in like, I mean, very human. They did not play amazing. Lawrence had a good game, about 300 passing yards and a touchdown, but he threw a pick. He's thrown three picks in his first two games and he threw four picks all of last year. Is that like a cause for concern for you? I I don't think it is. Yeah, for me, me neither. He's so, He's so good. He'll pull it together. Yeah. Maybe it's just a little sophomore slump. It happens. He's, I don't think he's got to be anything to be worried about. Lord Farquaad is too physically gifted. <laughs> and he's just like... The flow is too great. The flow, his flow kind of stinks. I don't like his hair. Is it flat? It's kind of flat. It's flat. It's kind of bad. It doesn't have flow. I still like it. I still like it. But anyways, so it was a, It was just amazing to me that they can have arguably two the two best players in the country regardless of position and ETN and Lawrence. And that... That those two guys were not on their A game, and they still just kicked the crap out of a good Texas A and M team. Like that, that is impressive, very impressive. They played really well. The defense too, like that was my main thing with Clemson. I was like, they got to replace all those stinking guys on their defensive line. Three went in the first seventeen picks, and they should have dropped. And their defense didn't look like it missed a beat this week, like. They're so good. And it's just, it's mind-blowing. But, uh, so, like, to me, it raised the question, who can legitimately beat Clemson? Like, two games I'm looking at on their schedule. No, not on their schedule. They're not losing in the regular season. If, if they lose a game in the regular season, and they stumble, and they have a really terrible game, it could be NC State. Last year, seven point game. I you were just wrong. I'm I, I don't know who else on their schedule. You look at the schedule, you think there's literally no one on here that they they would lose to. They're not losing in the regular season. The ACC literally the Pac-12 is better than the ACC from top to bottom. The yeah. the ACC just yeah. has the ACC just has Clemson. And what else is absolute garbage? Maryland looks like they could be decent, but. Maryland's like, garbage. Don't kid yourself. They just kicked the crap out of Syracuse. Syracuse is good. Syracuse is garbage as well. Oh my gosh. You just listen. The ACC stinks. Um, so they're not. They're gonna go thirteen and zero going into the playoff, and they're going to. They're gonna. If they're gonna lose, it's gonna be in the college football playoff. That's just. That's just how it is. They're not losing in the regular season. So teams I think can beat L- can beat Clemson. I think Georgia and Alabama and LSU. The three best teams from the SEC. I 
I don't think anyone else in America could could even be in a game with them. And I I don't even know if obviously like if the cards fall right, Clemson could lose to each of those teams I mentioned, LSU, Georgia, and uh, Alabama. And this is but I don't all... think any of those teams would beat Clemson. Like in my mental simulation of a football game. And we're assuming that everyone stays healthy here. If Lawrence goes down or Etienne goes down, their whole season's changed. I don't know if they have good depth at either of those positions. I they imagine- have a decent... Uh, Chase Bryce isn't bad, but he's their backup quarterback. But, I mean, their, their backup running back isn't bad either. But, obviously, they're not Etienne and Lawrence. But, I mean, that's like saying if... Georgia loses from like their season's toast. Like, yes, thank you. And if Alabama loses two of their season's toast too. Like I don't know if Alabama loses two of their season's toast. It is. I think they, they're just they're they're just too good. Like they don't need If Alabama need... loses two a did you what did Clemson do to Alabama in the national championship last year? That's true. Demolition. Okay? Demolition. If Alabama loses to a, their season's over. They will not beat Georgia. They they won't beat LSU if they lose to a. I feel very confident in saying that. If LSU's healthy and Alabama's without Tua, LSU all day. It could be true. Um, but yeah, it's just we'll we'll see. Um, uh, I'm. It kind of makes me a little. Because I feel the playoff is kind of just, there's, what, six teams that can make it, and then everyone else is, there's just a big drop-off. It's, you got Ohio State. Yes. Alabama. Yeah. LSU. Georgia. Georgia. Clemson. Clemson. OU. You put OU with, okay, right now, I think OU has a shot to make the playoffs, but I'm, they're not I'm winning the game right I'm talking teams now. that have a shot to make the playoffs. They're not, winning, they're not winning the game right now. Those other teams are too good. No, they're, they're not winning good. the game. I'm not talking who can win. I'm talking who can make it into the playoff. I have all those teams you mentioned, and then I have OU, and I have Michigan. Those are the teams that I think can make the playoff. Michigan looked like crap against Army this week, and you can be like, oh, Corda, you picked Michigan to make the playoff. Oh, you stupid. Oh, you looked bad against Army last year, and they made the playoff. It, Army is a solid, solid People team. hate on Army, but people are just like, they should be in the top 25. They lost. <laughs> they should be the, give, me, give me the top 25. I like They're them. good. They're good. They, they'll probably be in the top 25 at the end of the year like they were last year. But... Yeah, like, Army's a tough game. It's tough to game plan for the triple option. Um, I think Michigan will get it together once their season starts to really come into full swing. I'm most worried about them going to Happy Valley. And, honestly, Wisconsin looked really good this week. They Did they? they, uh, they their defense put up a goose egg. Like, it was... That's right. That's they right. shut out uh, the team that they were playing. It was... Uh, who who was it? They played somebody, um, but yes, the team played somebody. That's well, thank you, Stuart, for you. all right confirming that the team played somebody. They um, played somebody. Well, here Wisconsin played Central Michigan. Oh, that's a good team, aren't they? Shut up! Stop talking. Um, who's the, some the Central Michigan coach predicted an upset, and then they went and lost sixty-one nothing, which is kind of hilarious because. Well, they didn't get the shot 
for that uh, extra play. Stop it. That is literally, like, the rule book says that shouldn't have happened, so just be quiet. Just stop. Stop talking. You're, you know you're wrong. Go squad, Central Michigan. They stink. Of course they stink. They couldn't score points against Wisconsin. They, well, Wisconsin's got a good defense. Don't pretend like Wisconsin But not a, not a team that should put out goose eggs. I think they, they, it's relatively reasonable to expect Wisconsin to put up goose eggs. Like, they are a very good Big Ten defense. Um, Did they... I think they put up a goose egg against USF week one. Yeah. So USF's Wisco- terrible. But USF's not good this Wisconsin year. has scored 110 points this year and surrendered zero. So Michigan going to okay. Madison. Okay. Michigan going to Madison That's worries me. That's a crazy me. stat line. Yeah. Michigan going to Madison worries me slightly. I think um, Ohio State has to pull it off. I, yeah, Ohio State looks really good. They're the best team in the Big Ten. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. They've played Cincinnati and... Zero points to Cincinnati. That's Cincinnati's fine. not a how terrible, terrible team. They beat UCLA. We've established how bad UCLA is. Still. Still. Yeah. Whatever. Um I I disagree. Um Cincinnati's not very good. Um but I think it's about that time that we shift to our previews and predictions for this week they will be relatively short compared to the past weeks um we've got osu at tulsa uh the line is osu minus 14 and a half the over under the total hasn't been put out yet by caesars which is what we use so okay i got it anyways osu is gonna cover and they will hit the over i think under is gonna hit well, I don't expect the over to be very high. It's like 67, I think. is what I saw one sports book. I think... Well, I guess Tulsa won't score any points, so you might hit the under there. That's what I'm saying. It's I, true. I'm going with the under. I don't think TU will score more than 20 points, and I think OSU hangs between 40 and 50. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think OSU is going to hang, you know... 60 points. No, I don't think they will because Tulsa's defense is much better. They, may, they still score between 40 and 50. Yeah, and Tulsa may score 10 points. And Tulsa's going to turn the ball over and give OSU easy touchdowns because that's what they did against Michigan State. Yeah. And OSU's defense is good at forcing turnovers. So, um, yeah, I, I have OSU covering and whatever the total is, I would take the under. That seems right. Um, OU versus UCLA. Um in Pasadena, Rose Bowl, awesome. Um, OU minus 21 and a half. I will be, uh, I think OU can win this game by 40. If OU doesn't cover, man, oh, that's bad. We're an offensive team. You have to cover. Is UCLA? They're a joke. They are a joke. Literally, like, what happened to UCLA? They were like, they used to be good. They, they, used to they be were good. relatively okay when With Jim Rosen? Mora was the head coach. Rose went to UCLA, right? Yeah, but they weren't good when Rose. They were was decent. There. They were like seven and five. They were better than they, they are were, now. They were. They were better than they are now. It's it was not a team hard to be better than they are now. It was a team you could watch. They were. They were at their best with like Brett Hundley. Yeah, but um, they were like nine and three. But still, um, honestly, they're not. They're not even sniffing a bowl this year. The way they're playing. So. No, it didn't look like it. OSU or sorry, OU's. They got to win by forty, right? Like. In my mind, that's what I see happening. Yeah, I think they, they cover, and oh, you it's over because no one's going to stop them. And I think UCLA will score, you know, 21 points maybe uh, when we're in garbage time. 
I'll take the under. I don't know what it's going to be. This is so, like, I have no idea. Let me see if I can find a total for the oat. Because there, I was looking and looking for hours today, and I could not find a total for OU versus UCLA. Like, it... There's... It's got it. Like, UCLA is not going to score, right? Okay, so the total is... 68. Oh, they, they over. Over all day. Over? Over. 68 points? I think OU scores 58. Mm. Mm. That's, I don't know. That's I tough. think UCLA can score at least 14 points. Maybe 13. I'll take the under. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like it's going to hit. Um, but my... Pigs have been kind of bad, but who cares? I'm winning. You are winning. I don't I like the stupidest things. You get lucky every week. It's like, oh my gosh, how did that happen? It's superior. Like football knowledge. Stupid. <laughs> You're so biased, and all your takes are just clouded by your OU fandom. And yes, it's no boomer. Whatever. <laughs> and on that note. That's our podcast this week. Um, Stewart still doesn't care for objectivity and seeing things for how they actually are. As long as my Sooners win, I'm okay. Nothing else is new. Uh, We'll see you next week, guys.